it is day eight, week two of the Red Letter Challenge. Hi everybody, I'm Chrissy Baki. I am the hippie Christian who cares and I am doing the Red Letter Challenge. It is a book called The Red Letter Challenge by Zach Zender. It's a 40-day challenge and a group of people started this last week and it's not too late to join in. You could easily catch up. You can read about it or learn more about it at redletterchallenge.com. You can purchase the book anywhere books are sold pretty much. Um, If you want a book, please feel free to email me at hippiechristianwhocares at gmail.com and I'd be happy to get you one. But I am just already having so much fun. And in the first week, there were really five target areas to focus on. Being, forgiving, serving, giving, and going. And it was really the introduction to all of those. And we are going to focus in week two on being. But I want a quick recap a little bit of what I learned in the first week. I learned that Jesus is present. He's present in my life. He's present in all the groups that I participated in. He's present in my work and in my family and in my world. And it just was obvious more than ever that Jesus is present. He also has all the answers. And that is so comforting to me when life can be so confusing and we're living in a pandemic. I also loved how words that didn't really resonate with me other times when I've read the Bible all of a sudden had new life this time. And I really loved seeing that they were written in red. And honestly, not all Bibles have the words of Christ written in red. Um, In fact, I have an amplified Bible that isn't. And when I read that, it's like, wah, wah. But honestly, I love when I'm looking at my NIV Bible and Jesus's words are written in red because it seems extra powerful when you're focusing on what Jesus says. And Jesus told stories. And it just reminded me how cool it is that we love to tell stories. And I know that Jesus is calling us to tell our stories. And we need to tell our story, our story of who we are. And this week, Week number two is going to be perfect because the target we are focusing on is being. So when our pastor did the Sunday sermon, it was actually Saturday and Sunday, he did the sermon 
on week number two and the target of being, I was like, mm, I got this. I like to be with Jesus. This is going to be easy, right? Yeah, well, it's not easy being. However, Jesus gives us seven ways to do it. And so in this week, Jesus lays out reading the Bible or being in the word, praying, worship, rest, fasting, celebrate and eating, and Sabbath. I'm pretty sure I'm going to love the celebrate and eat day. But honestly, I am already a little bit like, oh my gosh, I have a lot of work to do. It just feels like it should be easy to be who we are. And yet being in relationship with Jesus really does take time. It really does take commitment. And that I'm not so worried. Well, that I am worried about. It. I was going to say that I'm not so worried about. I'm, I, I am worried about it because already I worry about the time. And already I lack some commitment. I missed a day last week. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was easy to catch up the very next day. But I was like, how did I not do the reading on the correct day? So it's just when we are intentional, it's just work. And we are human beings and so we are flawed. Thank you, Adam and Eve, because that's what flawed us from the get-go. Well, actually, it was the sin that flawed us, but still, darn it. So my brain goes to be still and know that I am God, and I'm pretty sure I'm looking at the notes that I took in the sermon. I know. What a giant geek, right? Um, but it's but it's great because it helps me helps me pay attention. It also helps me to do this podcast, and I have fun doing it. So be still and know that I am God. Be still is actually in a few different places in the Bible, and that is hard for me. But when I do it, I feel Christ's presence there. And our pastor and actually Zach Zender both spoke of being flows from doing. So who we are from that is what we do. Um, and, you know, they say our actions speak louder than words and our actions show our priority. And boy, is that true. Our actions show what our priority is. I must have got, because when I heard that and when I thought about it, it totally took me back 
to the moment I decided I would give episode one of the series Breaking Bad. Oh my gosh. It instantaneously became my priority. It was a train wreck from the start, and if you have not watched it, I both highly recommend it and highly recommend don't watching it. Like, oh my gosh, it's so hard not to want to know what happens next. And for me, I plain and simply got quite honestly psychotic about it. Like, I need to watch this. I was staying up way later on a school night, which is really a work night, than I should have. I was, I'm not kidding you, I think I grabbed an episode before church on Sunday. It was ridiculous. I treadmilled to some episodes. Oh yeah, my sister was laughing her head off because she's watched it several times. And I'm like, how does one casually watch Breaking Bad? Like, oh my gosh. Anyways, but it's true. Our actions show our priority. And how often do we put binging on Netflix or working out or, um, I mean, even cleaning our house or working or, um, you know, any of our hobbies. And not that those things are bad, but do we prioritize our faith? Do we prioritize Jesus Christ in there and spending time with Jesus, being with Jesus? And so I I was thinking to myself, you know, what gets in our way of these seven ways to be with Jesus and, and become who we are? Um, it's time, it's commitment, it's our lifestyle, it's how we live in choices we make and, and the priorities we make. And so I can already see that a priority that I once made in terms of reading my Bible somehow got sidetracked. And you know what's really weird? It got sidetracked when I started working from home, how did I make time for it when I went to work? Now I am here and I, I can fit it in and somehow I don't. And so it's interesting because time, like how do you run out of time so easily? How do we easily say, oh, I just don't have time for that. My goodness. I promise you any time that I have almost begrudgingly chose to give time to God, um, knowing it was the right thing to do, I have been blessed with more time. And no, it's not like I had 25 hours when everybody else had 24 hours. But somehow it felt like God made those hours longer for me and I was able to fit everything I needed to do. I used to tell youth groupers that if you have a lot of homework, um, 
come to youth group anyways, because that hour that you spend in fellowship with others and worshiping God and honoring God, he will help you to be diligent and your study habits will be probably more effective. Um, but we often don't trust what the world tells us to do. And so we choose what we want and what we prioritize. You can't outgive God and we can't outperform God either. But we do want to try to be like God. We are created in God's image. So to be like God, to be like Jesus Christ should come naturally, right? Because we are created in his image. Um, and that's probably where you get the phrase human nature because we are sinful beings and yet we were created by a heavenly being. And so it's complicated. But to be like him and to act like him, meaning Jesus, he gives us these seven ways to do it, right? And so at one point, I was kind of thinking as it's day eight, so, um, you know, eight days of reading, I'm like, well, I don't feel like there's been a whole lot of red letters. And all of a sudden, I realized that, and when I realized it, it was seriously when I was putting together this podcast and I was flipping through the pages and I realized that on page 40, which is day six, the beginning of the being challenge week, every page that starts the day has red letters and a verse, which is clearly the words of Jesus. And so in these seven days that we will be in the being challenge, it is abide in my word, John 8, 31, prayer, Matthew 9, 38, worship, Luke 4, 8, rest, Mark 6, 31, fast, Matthew 6, 17, celebrate and eat, Luke 15, 23, and Sabbath, Mark 2, 27. So I don't give you what those words of Jesus are. You can look them up and read them. You can follow along in the Red Letter Challenge. But it is his words. Those are the red letters. So I was thinking, gosh, I feel like there should be red letters every single day. There are, and that's what's cool. And even better is it is the verse, and it gives us the opportunity to read more. Let's take a quick break to listen to my sponsorship, and we'll be right back. We are on day eight, and in the first three days of the being challenge, we have been challenged to read the Bible. 
spend time in prayer and worshiping God. And I am amazed at how I've been impacted by those three things. And they are three things that I claim that I do. But I had to admit, I got out of the habit of reading my Bible and already feels so good to get back into a habit. The second day that we were reading about the challenge of prayer, earlier this month, I wrote my prayer list in my phone because I've been forgetting a lot. And my mom, who lives in heaven now, um, died of Louis Body's dementia. And so I'm super freaked out that that's what's going to happen to me. And every time I forget something, I think, oh my gosh, early onset of dementia. And so I just decided I'm going to write the prayers down. It has helped me become more diligent with prayer, and prayer is my jam. And I still have been moved, moved to the point of intentional prayer, moved to the point of sharing prayer, and it's awesome. Worship is the challenge for today, and the challenge was to listen to worship music, and I giggled a little bit because I love music. I love a wide variety of music. Like, I love show tunes. I love 70s a whole, whole lot. I love um, super classics, like stuff that my mom and dad liked. I love some con contemporary Christian. Um, some some of it drives me crazy. Lots of it is amazing. Oh my goodness. Sean McDonald, All I Need, and Jennifer Knapp, Undo Me, and Jars of Clay, Love Song for a Savior. Oh, that song. So easily can I worship to that song. Quite honestly, on my way to work, I rocked out on a little Jesus Christ Superstar. In fact, I think I'm going to do a whole podcast on that musical because I love it. Some Christians hate it too, but wait for the podcast on there. And so I'm like, I love all of this. The worship thing too made me think it's so much more than church. It's so much more than listening to a song. I feel like you can even just walk outside in your yard or in a park or in the parking lot of Target, I don't care, and just look around and see how real God is. Nature and creation and people, people watching alone. Oh my gosh, go to a county fair, go to a, go to a farmer's market. Be safe, especially based on the COVID rate in your town. But you know what I'm saying? 
go turn on the TV and look at all the differences out there and the amazingness that is out there. I love weird and people are weird and strange. And the beauty of that is we are created in his image. And so what resonated with me was from last week from the Good Samaritan, which is Luke 10, 25 through 37. Jesus says, what is, he asked the question, what is written in the law and how do you read it? And he tells the person, do this and you will live. That makes sense to me with all of this. All of these, I shouldn't say this, all of these things that Jesus has set out for us to do. Do this and you will live. Jesus also finishes with go and do likewise. But before we go, because that's coming soon, we get to be. You have to be a little bit older to remember Free to Be You and Me by Marlo Thomas. Totally love that. Super 1970s. And talk about a concept that is absolutely at top of mind right now in the year 2021. The basic concept was to encourage post-1960s gender neutrality, saluting values such as individuality, tolerance, and comfort with one's identity. A major thematic message is that anyone, whether a boy or girl, can achieve anything. Very timely and very true. And quite honestly, it is what Jesus allows us to do. He allows us to be free, to be you and me, and to be like him because we are created in his image. Jesus gives us the freedom to choose. He also gives us everything we need to be in relationship with him and others. So let's see where our being challenge takes us and come back next week. Our, our next target is going to be forgiveness. So come back, join us, share this with a friend. You won't want to miss it. You'll never forgive yourself. <laughs>